Monday, we meet again, sadly, tragically. Or some of you maybe love Mondays and love starting your work week off, but I'm not one of those people. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Happy Monday. It is I, Andrew Dimitri, the mistress of pop culture, bringing you all things pop culture on this lovely, lovely Monday morning start to the week. I hope you're all having a fabulous start to the week. Although it is really, really the start to the week, so I don't know how much of a week you've already had, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but on that note, I hope you all had a lovely weekend. I myself spent quite a bit of time outside, went for a couple of walks, spent some time with my dog, and set up a new studio in my apartment to record from. And this is sort of my inaugural um, uh, recording of, you know, in my new space. So I'm going to listen to it after and see how it sounds. And I hope it's good because if it isn't good, then I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to record it again because I literally put my heart and soul in putting out an episode um, because it's about passion and enjoyment. And you can only really sort of experience that once. And if you try to replicate it, I mean, I, I told you guys last week I recorded an episode and it got deleted, so I had to redo it. And I was able to, you know, sort of replicate that energy and whatnot. But let me tell you something. Afterwards, I went home and crashed. I was so tired. Because even though I'm sitting down recording an episode, it it's like I'm expressing my genuine interest and um, sort of enthusiasm for whatever, you know, said subject I'm talking about. But it's too hard to, like, feign that enthusiasm. I really have to be authentic and do it once. Like, one and done. Um, unless I mess up and then I have to delete it. It's just, like, so much work. But aside from that. um, So, yeah, we'll see how that sounds. But aside from that, I hope everybody had a lovely weekend. Went by kind of quick. Um, I had like an ongoing headache over the weekend, and that's that usually means one of two things. I have to drink more water, but I did drink a lot of water, so I felt very hydrated. And or um, I it's time to get Botox again, and I usually get it every three months. I'm I'm not at all like humble about like I'm not humble. I'm not at all like hush hush about it. I'm totally open about it. I love it. It's 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 for vanity, of course, but it's also preventative, and it just I've gotten it since I was twenty three. I'm thirty one now, and I don't have any wrinkles on my forehead, and I love it, honey. Um, versus some people I know who I, like, walk outside, I'm like, you look like a raisin, no offense. Um, that was a little shady, but you know what, I love a little shade, and sometimes I have to add a little sass and shade in these episodes, because that's just authentic to who I am as a human being, duh. Um, but usually the, the Botox actually really helps with, um, headaches, it's super preventative for me, and I know when I start to get them two or three times a week that I have to go, so I'm probably gonna have to schedule an appointment, uh, sometime this week, um, which is, you know, fine because I love it and I love the girls who give it to me. Shout out to uh, Laser Away in Calabasas. I Well, technically it's Woodland Hills, but it's, you know, on the Calabasas line. Um, also really exciting, my sister and uh, her family are coming to L.A. at the end of the week, which is really exciting because I can see my niece and nephew. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on. <coughs> Whoa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, my sister is coming to L.A. with her family. and I'm going to see my niece and nephew and... Um, they're going to meet my dog, and I'm really excited about that because uh, Chai is such a sweetie. Oh, yeah, he also got a summer cut, too, which is really exciting. Um, <clears throat> and he's, like, so much smaller now. We buzz him down, my best friend and I, who I share my dog with. And, uh, yeah, it's a summer cut. He gets it uh, in June and then again in September because it's very hot here um, in those, you know, months. But, yeah. But aside from that, I have four great stories for you guys today to talk about. Obviously, the first story of the day is the title of this episode, the uh, Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight. Um, I'm not a big fighter, nor do I even. Well, I myself am like a very fight, a big fighter, but not like wrestling and whatnot, or whatever it's called. MMA, MMA, WWME. I don't even know what it's called. But obviously, I'm a big fan of Logan and Jake Paul. I know they're controversial, but I love them, and um, I love to see YouTubers' uh, success. I love to see them sort of breaking the ceiling, uh, breaking the mold for you know different uh, avenues that YouTube stars can go. Um, it's amazing, and uh, obviously it's going to be our first story of the day, so without further ado, everybody, here are our stories. First one, obviously, <clears throat> is from TMZ, TMZ Sports. 
Breaking news, Floyd Mother, what? Floyd Mayweather dominates Logan Paul, but no knockout. Quote, I had fun. <clears throat> Actually, I will say this even before I read this. I didn't know who Floyd Mayweather was because <clears throat> in uh, true fashion, I was watching a Vogue video with Mariah Carey talking about her fabulous closet. You know, her New York City penthouse apartment is amazing. Um, but she was talking about a Birkin bag that the champ, the king, Floyd, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather purchased for her. And then I was like, who is that person? So I Googled him. This was a few years ago, whenever the video came out. And, um, I was like, oh, damn, Mariah. Um, so yeah, that's how I know who he is. And obviously I know Logan Paul because, uh, YouTube and also he's like so handsome. And it's a podcast too. Okay. Logan Paul came out swinging, but by the end, Floyd Mayweather is, Floyd Mayweather is just too good. I'm so sorry. I keep saying Floyd Mayweather. But it's because um, I'm Indian. Okay. Floyd Mayweather is just too good. There was no, quote, official winner in Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. But we didn't need judges to see the domination after it went the distance a full eight rounds. I mean, I, I don't even know what that means because I don't follow wrestling again or anything or fighting. But I guess eight rounds is like the maximum. I don't know. 26-year-old Logan came out strong Sunday night and even landed a handful of serious power shots, but 44-year-old Floyd ate everything Logan had and began to really open up in about round three in front of a fired-up crowd at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Miami. From then on, it was pure Mayweather domination. Logan looked like he started to gas in round three. Again, I don't even know what that means. Um, Mayweather looked fast, strong, and confident all the way to the end. Hell, Mayweather probably could have fought another 10 rounds if he wanted to. The fight was an exhibition, so... There was no official winner, but everyone knows Floyd gets the W. I don't even know what the W means. I assume it means winner. Um, Floyd pissed... I'm sorry. Floyd praised Logan after the fight. Quote, he was better than I thought he was. Excuse me. Mayweather says Paul would have his work cut out for him against real heavyweights, but called Logan, quote, a good guy. He admitted, I had fun. Logan was equally respectful, saying, quote, Floyd Mayweather, it was an honor. This is one of the greatest moments of my life. This is the coolest thing ever. I'm happy I made it out. He's tough to hit. He then teased a rematch, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul too. Props to Logan, though. He did pretty well for a guy with a 0-1 to pro boxing record. I assume that means he lost a round because I know in, like, sports, 1-0. to I know what that means. Props to um, Mayweather's ring entrance included two rap performances. First up, Migos followed by Moneybag Yo!, uh, he ring entrance, his ring entrance looked like it was made out of gator skin. Logan walked out, um, with a super rare and expensive Pokemon card hanging around his neck. And that card obviously was Charizard, which is crazy. And I literally love the fact that they're like putting Pokemon on the map. I mean, not that it wasn't on the map, but you know, like it isn't what it once was, but I know I had a Charizard card. It was so valuable. I had a chancy, like the holographic cards, I believe is what they're called. But that's so funny. He also came out to one of my favorite songs ever from The Greatest Showman. This is the greatest show. Love it. Live for it. Respect to Hugh Jackman, of course. Um, the crowd was packed with stars from Fat Joe to Paul Pierce, Ryan Garcia, Antonio Brown, Terrell Owens, Michael Uren, a bunch of other people. Before the fight, Floyd told TMZ Sports he expected to make between 50 and 100 million for the fight and had already spent some of the money on brand new cars for his close friends and family members. So what's next for Floyd? He told us he'll probably fight Jake Paul next. Jake is obviously Logan's younger brother and Jake also has a 2-0, to zero, actually I didn't know this, a 2-0 to zero record and he's won both of his fights. So it'll be really interesting to see. Um, but congratulations to Logan. I think that's incredible. And I like that Logan was really respectful and, um, yeah, you know, you're not respect, I guess, respect your elders, but respect your peers. Um, but, um, how exciting and, um, 50 million, 50 to a hundred million in one night. 
I mean, like, what the hell? I'm going to tell you to pay taxes if it's cash. Obviously, you have to pay taxes. Like, Uncle Sam's going to come knocking. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really interesting fight. Um, and I was, like, following... Oh, yeah, I also have to give a shout-out because I was following on YouTube this guy who was posting all these updates. His name is Andreas Hale. Um, he's a verified account, senior editor of Combat Sports. I just happened to, you know, was I was Googling what was going on, and I found his account. Um, and he was <laughs> spilling the tea because literally I don't know anything about sports. Um, so yeah, um, congratulations. And, um, yeah, I, I myself would never survive, but like Logan Paul has like an incredible figure. If you look at his Instagram, so does Jake Paul. They're obviously like huge, muscly, strong guys. And I mean, obviously go figure. You have to be able to like knock someone's sock or not knock someone's lights out. So like, obviously you have to be thick. But yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, so moving on, this is uh, our next two stories have to do with sort of the biggest breaking news of, uh, well, Sunday, basically, and that is the uh, birth of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's second child, a daughter, which is so fabulous. So this story comes from E! News. Meghan Markle gives birth. Find out the name of her and her, uh, Prince Harry's baby girl. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's newest bundle of joy has arrived. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have welcomed a baby girl, a baby sister for their two-year-old son, Archie Harrison, a spokesperson for the couple, announced on Sunday, June 6th. Her name pays tribute to both Queen Elizabeth II and Harry's late mother, Princess Diana. Quote, It is with great joy that Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, welcome their daughter, Lilibet Lily Diana Mountbatten Windsor. To the world, the statement said, Lily was born on Friday, June 4th at 11.40 a.m. In the trusted care of the doctors and staff at Santa Barbara Cottage Hospital in Santa Barbara, California, she weighed 7 pounds, 11 ounces. The statement continued, quote, Both mother and child are healthy and well and settling in at home. Lily is named after her great-grandmother, Her Majesty the Queen, whose family nickname for her is Lilibet. Her middle name, Diana, was chosen to honor her beloved late grandmother, the Princess of Wales. This is the second child for the couple who also have a two-year-old son named Archie Harrison Mountbatten-Windsor. The Duke and Duchess, thank you for your warm wishes and prayers as they enjoy this special time as a family. Like, my, 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 my. Having to fill out that name, Lilibet Diana Mountbatten-Windsor, on your SAT's girlfriend, that is going to be crazy, but also what a beautiful name. That was, you know, uh, I woke up to the on Sunday... Um, because I slept in, and I, that was the first thing I read was on TMZ. And I just I, I, I just rushed through to find out her name. And Lilibet, what a spectacular name. I know a lot of people were placing about some of the baby's name was maybe Philippa in honor of the late um, Prince Philip, or, uh, of course, after Princess Diana herself, Diana, or even Spencer, after Lady Diana Spencer. Um, I think Lilibet is gorgeous. Uh, Lilibet Diana Mountbatten Windsor. I love the last name. I mean, just to be a royal. I mean, that baby's gonna have so much clout. Both of their kids have fantastic names, Archie and Lily. That and it, it goes well like for their holiday Christmas cards and whatnot. Um, and what what a joyous occasion for the royals. And uh, I'm really happy for Harry and Meghan because um, obviously they did the bombshell interview. I'm not gonna go into it because I've done many many an episode over you know sort of covering the subject matter of what went down within the royal family and why they felt the need to have to flee to the States, originally Canada and to uh, the States, but now they live in a compound in Santa Barbara, which is fabulous. Gosh, imagine being the nurses and doctors giving birth to a royal. Amazing! Um, yeah, but I, I, of course it doesn't surprise me in any type of way that um, they're paying homage to Princess Diana because um, I know Harry and William, too, have, have both been preserving, really, really been adamant about preserving her legacy um, as you know, rightly so, uh, which is which is so special, um, and yeah, uh, I love it. And this this brings us to actually our third story. This is from page six. Um, oh my goodness, I just uh, really annoys me when ads pop up here. Okay, royal family reacts to birth of Meghan and Harry's baby Lilibet Diana. 
I'm obsessed with that name. I'm going to name my next dog Lilibet. <laughs> Lilibet. <laughs> the royal family has publicly sent their well wishes to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on the birth of the couple's second child, Lilibet Diana. A Buckingham Palace spokesperson released a statement Sunday expressing the royal family's quote, delight written on behalf of Queen Elizabeth II, Prince Charles and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, Prince William, and of course, Kate. Quote, the Queen... The Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have been informed and are delighted with the news of the birth of a daughter for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, a spokesperson said. William and Kate subsequently tweeted a supportive message reading, quote, We are all delighted by the happy news and arri- an arrival excuse me, of baby Lily. Congratulations to Harry, Meghan, and Archie, Meghan 39 and Harry 36, who quit the royal family in a bombshell move last year, have been in even hotter water since leaving serious accusations against the palace in their March chat with Oprah Winfrey, including claims of racism and subsequent interviews. Harry, who now lives in California with his wife, Meghan, and the couple's two-year-old son, Archie, and their new daughter saw his father um, and brother in April when he flew back to the UK for his grandfather Prince Philip's funeral, but neither William nor Charles had one-on-one talks with the prince. Um, The article here is really shady and says a ginger prince, but that's really, really shady, and I'm not gonna, like, condone what Page Six wrote about that, because that's that's horrible, but I actually, um, you know, I, I truly believe that uh, the royals are all really happy, and I think they're probably very, I, I'm sure Queen Elizabeth II is just thrilled by the name um, by the by, the selection of the name, and I'm sure uh, Kate and William too were waiting with bated breath to know if they're gonna, you know, pay homage to um, William's mother, Princess Diana, which they obviously did, and Lilibet, his grandmother too. So, very special news, and I'm I'm so excited for them, and I can't wait to see photos and updates about the uh, literally the two most famous children i think in the united states i mean of course kim's kids are very famous all four of them but i think you know <clears throat> they got to uh, they got some competition gosh imagine if they all go to the same high school like how like just that's that whatever school that they all go to will like reek of fame i mean i need to wash my hands in that kind of water because that's fabulous but yeah <clears throat> so congratulations to the royals I'm very happy for harry and megan and um, for their growing family. And now we bring ourselves to our fourth and final story of the day. Yes, I only picked four stories because there wasn't that much going on. But, you know, if there is anything else that comes out last minute, maybe I'll put out a second episode. But if not, then I'll just do it for you guys Tuesday. Uh, but this is about somebody who I've never talked about on this podcast before, but somebody who is a literal staple of my childhood. And that is, of course, Xenon Carr herself, Kirsten Storms. You guys might know her from Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, Xenon the Sequel, and, of course, Xenon Z3. Um, but now she is one of the leads of... Um, one of the soap operas, uh, General Hospital. And she was on that show on E! News for a short amount of time, Dirty Soap, which was, um, uh, I know, produced by uh, Kelly Ripa and her husband, Mark Consuelos, because they were both on soap operas together. So, But anyways, um, the story came across my desk, and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to read this, because this is scary. Kirsten Storms opened up about recent brain surgery to remove cysts. Quote, I'm immensely thankful. Kirsten Storms is opening up about recently undergoing brain surgery two days after the General Hospital star, 37, first shared that she had gotten surgery to drain and remove a very large cyst that had split into two. The actress shared additional details about her health and what led to the operation. Quote, First, thank you all for the well wishes I've received over the last few days, she wrote on Sunday, noting that she's experienced, quote, random health issues for several years now, which she disregarded at the time as being side effects to, quote, my medications or just something I was experiencing due to age. Um, continuing, when I went to get an MRI for some severe neck pain I've been experiencing for the last two months, I assume this neck pain was also causing my frequent migraines. My amazingly thorough orthopedist ordered an MRI for my head just to be on the safe side, even though this isn't his area of expertise, Storms added, calling him, quote, truly a great doctor. 
Uh, Storm said that it was during the MRI that they stumbled upon a rather large, very full fluid cyst that was attached to the lower portion of the brain. I feel very fortunate that my situation wasn't more serious and that I had a wonderful neurosurgeon who immediately knew how to fix it, she admitted. I'm not going to lie, brain surgery had me nervous, but I'm immensely thankful to my family, friends, and incredible work family who have been supportive, kind, and loving during a time when I've been feeling a lot of emotions. Um, again, thank you to everyone for sending me positive vibes. Um, my way. It's not going to notice the Xenon uh, girl the 21st century star added before going on to share that while she continues to recover, she'll be working on some knitting projects. Very sweet. Um, again, uh, she's. I'm so grateful she's okay. And um, yeah, actually, I just went to the doctor very recently and he was, you know, I had my yearly physical and he um, had me go get an MRI on my neck because I'm very, very lean. And he felt like one uh, one of my glands or something, but one side of my neck was a little thicker. And just have it be safe on the safer side, have it checked out. And then I went and got an, um, not an MRI, I got a, uh, what is the thing, an ultrasound. And um, everything, you know, turned out to be okay, which I'm really grateful for. But just, you know, to be on the safer side. So, yeah, doctors, doctors, ma'am, they're, uh, they're the best. There's a reason why they are who they are and, you know, so respected. But, um, yeah, I, I love Kirsten Storm so much and I love Xenon. If you guys, if you guys have Disney Plus, you should watch Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. It is iconic, um, truly, truly a staple of my childhood. One of my favorite movies of all time. And also I love it because Raven Simone's in the first one, but then they replaced Raven Simone's character, um, Nebula in the second one with Shadia Simmons, who was in The Color of Friendship, which is also one of my favorite movies, but then in Z3, Raven was back, which was, like, simply fabulous. Um, like, Xenon, Margie, Nebula, Aunt Judy, love it. Commander Plank. It's such an iconic movie. I can't even believe I remember these people's names, and I can't even remember people who I met, like, yesterday, which is crazy, but that goes to show my love for Disney. Um, and on that note, everybody, I'm gonna go take a shower, and I'm gonna go watch a little bit of TV, and then I'm gonna start my day. So thank you so much for tuning in once again. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, bringing you all things pop culture on this lovely, lovely Monday morning. Have a great start to the week. You you can, um, you can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox Radio, Google Podcasts, iTunes, um, the podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere where a podcast stream. And I, once again, I'm so grateful for your uh, listenership. Um, and yeah, give me a shout out on Instagram if you want anything covered or any stories covered. And that will do that for you. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.